Welcome to another episode of No One's Guilty Pleasure Podcast. This week is one of my favorite movies, The Holiday. It'll come as no shock to most of you. Uh, My guest this week is Joe Gunn. He is a meme king of a lot of Bravo content, but we both really love this movie and it felt like a natural choice to have him on as um, we've both bonded over identifying with Amanda and Iris over the years. And as aficionados of this movie, we really had to dig deep to find just either silly moments that made us laugh or um, we kind of got a little conspiracy theorist on here. So enjoy all of our um, kind of tangents about the movie. Um, this movie is just good to have on in the background, um, kind of get you in the holiday spirit. What's nice is like you can play it and walk away and come back because it's not so hot, fast paced that you're going to miss anything massive. And most people who watch this movie have seen it so many times, you kind of know which parts you really care about. So, you know, when it's time to sit back down and enjoy, um, with that said, enjoy the episode. We'll have one more next week to close out the year and then, I shall attempt to be consistent in 2023 and pump out some good episodes for you guys. And if you feel so inclined, follow me at N-O-G-P underscore pod on both Instagram and Twitter. And please subscribe on Spotify. I will attempt to get this over onto Apple Podcasts early next year as well and leave a rating, a review. Um, and share with your friends as well if you enjoy it um, so that it goes out to more listeners in the next year. Thank you guys. Enjoy. All right. Welcome to another episode of No One's Guilty Pleasure Pod. Uh, This week, we have a special guest, an influencer, if you will. Um, His name is Joe Gunn. You have about, I think, 97,000 followers on Instagram. And we kind of became internet friends, if you will, because I have a proclivity for just DMing anybody and being like, yeah, me too. (laughs) And then just messaging, um, you do a lot of Bravo content. Um, but we both really love the movie, the holiday. And I think that's kind of where we just kept talking about random relating to the characters. And so I thought that would be a great movie for us to do together. So welcome, Joe. Ruby, thank you so much for having me. It's so good to finally get some FaceTime with my Libra queen and, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, we've definitely connected over the years. And so this is well overdue, I think. Yeah, I was trying to think back to when maybe I first messaged you. And I feel like it, it was pre-pandemic. So it was like three or four years ago now, which I know no one. Oh, counts you're a day time. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thanks for doing this. So when was the first time you watched um, this movie? Like, did you watch it right when it came out in theaters or like, you know, at a friend's house? Or do you even remember at this point? I don't remember seeing it in the cinema, but I... I definitely watched it at at the earliest opportunity, I guess, when it came out on DVD. Um, so I guess I was 16. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, same here. I think I'm pretty sure I saw it at the movies with my mom. And I, it was also like just immediate. And, you know, I did the Family Stone episode last week and I said, I think that would have kind of been that movie that a lot of people would. And people, they're, they're still following, but this movie kind of eclipsed that like everybody was just like Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, England, you know, like all of that <laughs> um, energy, Los Angeles, you know, all of that kind of took over. Cause it was that Nancy Myers aesthetic. Um, LA. And I, yeah, LA. <laughs> like just one single clip of describing <laughs> that movie. Um, and I thought of you when I saw it last night. 
<laughs> Absolutely. And I feel like they're, um, and we'll get into like the memorable parts. I feel like their little chat, getting to know each other when they're going to exchange the houses is like us when we were DMing. <laughs> was oh, 100%. Like, where, like, where do you live? You? Where do you live? Yeah. <laughs> um, my house is so like a little different. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so it was so good. Um, and then I think it was like one of those replacing my personality movies for a bit where like I would just have it on in the background all the time. Like the day after Thanksgiving through like 12 days of Christmas. It's just like one of the few things I can leave on and not have to like sit down and watch it all. I love it. Reason. So what are some of to you, because I have plenty, like some of your most memorable pieces of the movie that like you come back to all the time? So I'm really glad I had an opportunity to rewatch this because I'm not a rewatcher. Um, so it was good that I, um, was like forced to sit down and watch it, (laughs) like, obviously like I saw it It's a classic, uh, Christmas film, um, that's always got a place in my heart. It's definitely like one that I enjoy watching. Unlike, you know, love actually it's like up there with family stone in terms of like, this is, I I'm actually enjoying myself. I'm not just cringing all the way through. Like, yeah, there are some cringe moments. Um, but it's, um, I don't know. I just, I love Nancy Myers. Um, so uh was it so watching back it was kind of like I was watching it with fresh I mean it's like maths 15 years later 16 years later um so it was good to just watch it with fresh eyes and like watch it as if I'm watching it for the first time um uh so the first line that stood out um (laughs) it's so stupid it's just um when Cameron Diaz um uh, has met Jude Law and it's the day after they fucked and she says I'm leaving tomorrow on a noon plane. And I, I had to rewind it because I was like, what? That is such a weird line. Even, is that something that people say? Like a noon plane? It's not like the term, like the red eye or anything. It's like literally her plane leaves at midday, I guess. And she said, it's a noon plane. I feel like that's probably a Los Angeles thing. You know, like how oh, in certain okay. like big cities, people just are like, here's a term, you know, like how everyone just started saying 100% to everything. At least like in America, I feel like in the big cities, like people just for like three years be like 100 percent, 100 percent. you could just say you agree <laughs> yeah yeah I mean that's so very love actually like thing, a, a, a coastal and elite kind of it's free. A love definitely in love island thing like 100 percent on paper and, oh gosh um, and you haven't got the traitors yet but when you do first of all run don't walk to watch it because it's brilliant okay. um but it's definitely a lot of them they're like I'm 100 percent faithful and they say that over and over again and that's like a yeah okay so it's is that the, the one thing. with wait is that the one with Brandy and Kate trusting so yeah they're doing the U the US the Peacock one um, oh that's so they copied in January we, this is the we UK one at the moment and yeah what's new um well we copied from I think it's like Sweden or some someone and then Australia did one it's like a format okay anyway very good program um but okay, I did not know that. But anyway, I, I know that now. A noon plane. It's like a noon flight. I mean, I guess it's know. just like specifying, you know, and her character is just like very neurotic. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, um, in like we, you and I have talked about this, like how we both relate to the leads. Like, I feel like it's mm-hmm. just like your brain is constantly on a schedule and you're like, like my friends make fun of me because I'll be like, oh, so next March I'll be doing this. And they're like, why do you know that already? I'm like, I don't know. It's just how I operate. And so I feel like she's just literally thinking like her agenda in her mind. And she's probably like, it's a noon plane. It's a 215 plane. Okay. So it's a very intentional dialogue and um, I respect it now. Um, So my next memorable line is um, she just found out that she has kids and she goes, daddy. He goes, yes, I am daddy. And I was like, okay, that's right. (laughs) I literally did a video of that last night. I was like, I was like, wow, culturally relevant. 16 yes. years later. 
ahead of his time. Um, Nancy knew. I bet she wrote that in intentionally. Yes. With that um, scene, I always like remember that scene because I think for Americans, like we're always trying to do a British accent and I won't subject you to that because mine's not it. But like the kids made it the easiest to just be like, you look like my Bobby. And we would just like do the A and it's really painful or like Barry kiss. And someone was like, that doesn't require that much effort. And we're like, that's the point, Yolanda. Like it doesn't require (laughs) effort because we're not actually being British. But I love like they appear out of nowhere and she thinks he has like this whole other family and is just like a cheater. Those kids are so fucking annoying. I um. They reminded me of I recently watched uh, Single All the Way. Um, yeah, I have this thing with like gay content that I have. I can't watch it when everyone else is watching it. I have to watch it like a year later. Like I don't know. I like like well, it's the overhyping. I think right. Like, when everybody's yeah. like, you have to see this. It kind of I kind of get contrarian, and I'm like, well, then I don't want to because mm-hmm. you're pushing it too hard. And if too many people like it, like maybe I won't. So you kind of need like okay, without everybody else's opinions. Thank you. But there was, there's a similar, um, there's two siblings who are just in this guy's business trying to get him to um, get together with this other guy. And I'm just like, anyway, uh, they kind of reminded me of them. But um, <laughs> They're meddling children. But they do say, one of them says, we've never had grownups that here that are, that are girls. So I was like, okay, bye, King <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs> such a good point <laughs> you're like we found out so much about graham that night in addition to the fact that he's someone's father and he's daddy <laughs> nancy knows what she's doing she's weaving <laughs> <Nancy's layered. laughs> yeah she definitely we always knew that <laughs> um oh, love it and then in that same scene the hand touching scene that to me um was did it kind of formative if you're 16 when you watched it but it's like that is kind of like i think of that in kind of what do I want like that's what I want you know the kind of yes well very subtle we're both very romantic so like all of the like super sweet things we like cling to yeah really subtle but like really powerful just a slight touch of a hand that only you two can um know about or see yes yeah very Victorian (laughs) so that's always stuck with me Mm. oh yeah I love that I love when he's in that scene and like they're like breaking it down afterward and he's like I sew and I have a cow I was like he just has so many layers that we didn't know about I know some of the writing is just like oh I want I just want one weekend where I don't get hot chocolate on my jeans I was like that's so random like (laughs) I don't know he was really going through it (laughs) well yeah yeah, he he really gave into her I when you were like there's some dumb lines like I don't know why but when um what's his name in the movie miles jack black like finds out that that girl is cheating on him and um what is it iris is like well you didn't know she was a bad girl and he's like well i knew she wasn't good i was like why does this make me laugh and it's probably because jack black as a leading man is making me laugh as well in the whole thing but yeah there's like sweet life like i love when iris at the end says i'm looking for corny in my life it just like gives you the little melting in your mm. heart and then they have like good little monologues. Like I forgot about, um, again, when Miles is like reeling from finding out that his girl was cheating, like Iris doing her long monologue about like, I know how you feel and this is what happened. Like she really like went through the five phases of grief. I rewound. Like, I watched I t- watched it again to take it in. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people, I feel like people should take that monologue away even more than like when Arthur tells her, like, you need to act like the leading lady in your life. Like I still love that bit when he's like, you're acting like a best friend when you're a leading lady. Like, I feel like people need that confidence, but also lots of people need to move on. And so they really need to just watch that two and a half minutes um, and sit with it and just like, let that marinate over them. If they're feeling like they're still stuck on someone and we'll get to the couples later. Cause I was just like, the older I get, the more appalled I get that that situation even happened. Um, and then my other funny bit was, um, I always love Amanda's first day in England. Like she arrives and unpacks and she's like, what do I do? And then she's like, drives to the little market and starts drinking and shopping. <laughs> and that lady's like, somebody's having a party tonight. Someone's having a party tonight. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's just alone. Although I think she ruined that killer song for me because now that's everybody's, you know, personality or karaoke song. That is the worst part of this film for me is having to endure that song because it just reminds me of a certain time um, and just being subjected to straight culture, no offense, but just like it's, it's fine. Having to pretend that I'm having a good time on these sort of nights out, trying to pretend I'm in skins. And yeah, no. Oh gosh. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to feel I... triggering, but yeah. Also, this is like, again, white girl culture, but for some reason, while I was watching the movie, I felt like all of a sudden, this was just a random passing thought. I was like, oh, Amanda and Iris, what midnight songs are they? And I felt oh like uh, Amanda's Bejeweled and, oh, yeah. and Iris is Karma. Like, it, even okay. though I was thinking of something soft for Iris at first, I was like giving sweet nothings, but like Miles does not deserve sweet nothings. But like Karma, because, you know, she works through all the Jasper stuff. And she did like to bop around to Are You Gonna Be My Girl? So she has it. Yeah, Karma is definitely her. That's the soundtrack to her um, finding her voice scene, you know, I guess. But um, yeah, like I need Iris some nostalgia people to make edits. To <laughs> right. Them. Yeah. I wish I was that talented. I love I love a fan cam. <laughs> they make me so I, yeah. And they make some people seem so much better. Like someone did one. I have to find it. It was like one of the most boring people on Bravo. I can't remember who it was. And I was like, wow, you really made her seem like someone for like this 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you on that. If, if, and if another midnight song comes to me, I will um, come yeah, back. Yeah, just to you jump in. <laughs> so I just felt like instead of saying like, would we date these characters or leads, like just running through the couples or like the trifectas. And I would just like to say watching it this time, because I was actually paying attention, it feels kind of rude that like, Iris is like this little angel who's like helping Arthur, who's helping Miles, who's like just, you know, not out for herself. And then you just have like Amanda banging Jude Law all the time. Like, I was like, wow. So those are the priorities we've set on each of our girls. Like, <laughs> and then later I was like, I guess Amanda and Graham are the most, the more like, this is a rom-com movie couple and Iris, Jasper and Miles is like for the rest of us. <laughs> like, this right. is life. But yeah. I, no, their, I was, their motivations are definitely um, different, unique. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was where they were in life. But Iris Jasper Miles, like the theme with those two men was just like the audacity. Like it was just beyond because Jasper engaged flying to Los Angeles. How does he explain that to the fiance? I just don't get it. And I was trying to get a handle on, um, dates 
and times timings. Oh yeah, um, it's hard towards like the second half of the movie. You get lost. Yeah, the day after he got engaged, he's texting and on the phone to Iris, and also like it's the Christmas holidays. Like, why are you working on your your manuscript? Like, yeah, he, also, he has like, other priorities. Yeah, sidetracking to Arthur. Like, I'm not like. Just from being exposed to the culture, I'm pretty sure LA literally just shuts down the whole of December. Yeah. So I, there wouldn't be like a writers guild function. That is a on the twenty eighth. Big... I worked out that it was the twenty eighth of December. Well, yeah, it's the twenty eighth, and then also that he didn't accept until like a week before. So, right, so every oh, that room was packed. Like... You know, they were all in Aspen with Kathy Hilton. Like they were not. <laughs> they were not in Los Angeles. Like they all leave. Like self-included when I lived there you leave like I mean I guess some people live there but like they have plans like you said people are resting and so there were a lot of activities for for that week because you know people say like and that's literally next week like that week nothing happens like from the 26th through the first is like mm. your like it's like being in the airport like it's no rules <laughs> no holds bar week of existence mm. because you're going to erase it all the next week with a new year but so I guess that's that what I'm... a big deal he is mm. so yeah <laughs> no he is a um uh what's his name the yeah. uh Jasper Jasper yeah um evil evil villain um and yeah no what is, where is his fiance while Ooh. he's in LA what reason she, did he she must not care like my theory is like she's Sarah. one of those girls that just like doesn't care she's you know Daphne and White Lotus like do what you want as long as you financially maintain me which can't be a lot because they all work at a newspaper or something interesting so she signed up for this knowing that Iris was in the picture or um, not even Iris specifically I feel like I mean, she knows like, he's the dog oh my god Sarah is Daphne it's so Sarah true like thanks Daphne for helping me see that yeah there's a lot of people like you out in the world <laughs> it, ha- it has to be because like I'm not that girl that's like looking, you know, looking through the passwords and look, but I'm not a dummy. So it's like, where are you going? Like, I know your mom, I know where you live. You know, I presume all these people live probably like if they don't, their families aren't from London, like maybe an hour outside or, you know, somewhere in that country. And it, you know, again, it's 2006, but there has to be some record somewhere that's like obviously present. I don't know. So I hope that Sarah is getting hers at the same time. Yeah. And her hands off, trying to um, keep. Just, he says, he, I don't want to lose you to Iris. He's such a prick. Like, I, it's um, also weird, like, whatever that attachment syndrome is, that he mm. is so, like, needs her, but doesn't want to take her. Does that make sense? That sounds really misogynistic, but you know, he what just I mean? wants like, he doesn't want to love Island quote, all his eggs in one basket. He, yeah. Or, or no, he, Oh, he just wants to have his cake and yes thank you yeah um yeah yeah, he wants it all um yeah evil evil very another um line of mine that sticks with me um I'm miraculously done being in love with you that's brilliant yeah and um I still maximize the best words right yeah um gumption um I saw Nancy Myers I guess there was like a um a watch along but the there was a live orchestra doing the 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 music of, of the holiday and that she like did a oh. clip of that scene and where she's like I'm actually done being in love with you 
and Aww. like slamming the door and yeah it's on her Instagram and it's quite thrilling that's so cool um, yeah that's a they gave her a lot of good lines and like I think really sent a good message out with her like you know don't focus on other people I I also feel like her and Miles like don't stay together because he seems like he's always reaching for like that thing that's out of his league like I don't believe in the term settling but there's also like delusional or also just like like never being satisfied like never being grateful for what you want like he's always just trying to be like the next big thing like he was giving kind of like Los Angeles wannabe in a sense like he's talented sure but like just like that keeping up with the Joneses as we say of like I agree with you Your I want my hot probably. actress girlfriend who's probably like today would be just like an insta model <laughs> and like right. not actually cast in anything he wants the clout he wants the yeah he wants to yeah. cast them yeah. in his life and uh, and look good next to them um yeah. on the step and repeat um are, are the lead couple still together no I agree with you I don't think either of them are too still together I think there's a world in which Amanda and Graham could be together because hmm. she doesn't like have a family base per se you know like she's she like, can do her job anywhere my parents. In the world. yeah and so I could see her going to London you know like till the kids are in call university or something and then like they could do a next chapter and you know like I feel like there's like more compromise there because they're like you were talking about with the tent scene um even though like at first they're like all oh, sexy and fun and wasted all the time which you know the dream but later it's like much more sincere and like thoughtful like to me the way you were talking about the hand scene when she comes back crying you know because she realized she loves him and like they hug rather than kiss I thought was mm. like I probably read into it too much but I felt like it was more like I trust you a lot and like you elicited something out of me in my life like a like in a very Nancy Myers way recovered trauma like Nancy Myers version of healing trauma on both of these girls like women I should say so I don't know I kind of could see a possibility for them but also maybe it's just because I relate to her when she's like loner loser and complicated wreck I was like yeah this is like a great bio <laughs> adds to insta <laughs> like me <laughs> really sending a message <laughs> um I think you've got a point because like um I mean it is I do kind of feel like she'd want to get more um ho phase out of her system I think he's definitely been yeah. uh slutting around um so he can kind of like settle I think without any regrets but I feel like um I don't know she was like she never has sex and she's bad at sex and yeah I don't know I mean yeah Jude Law is um a fantastic um one to land on and be your, yeah. your, your forever I mean out of all the people out of the eight million no billion people in the world I don't know your forever fuck like, yeah yeah <laughs> that's a good one um but uh yeah I just wasn't sure but yeah no I, I do um... he has six children IRL <laughs> yeah and he does like, Jude Law does what he does yeah okay. yeah it was um it was I would say eye-opening except I wasn't surprised I was like oh confirmatory cool mm-hmm. gotcha like he's settled but yeah they um he also didn't play a great drunk person like that scene where like they meet for the first time I always like revisit and I'm like am I single? Because like, I wouldn't let a stranger into this place where I'm staying hundreds of miles or thousands of miles away from my home and like get murdered. But of course he's like, says he knows Iris or whatever, but he didn't play drunk. Well, like I could tell what he was trying to do. And I was like, you seem pretty sober to like be all needing a place. I was like, you could drive home. You just don't want to see your kids that, you know, we all hate. 
this is what happens when you've watched a movie 823 times like you have to find new theories for it <laughs> he just didn't want to see his kids <laughs> but no he's acting um yeah it is a bit it's cringe for me to watch as well um is it unnatural for british people to be that tan like his um, his tan well i guess there's like lots of spray tan culture in certain parts spray tan culture i mean i'm sure it's 2006 i don't know yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure it was thing. The only way is Essex was on at the time. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's yeah. Like the only reference I know. I was like, Essex, and like he's right? rich, isn't he? So he's probably, he's, so he's probably holidaying. Yeah, yeah. When he's like stopping away from the kids. <laughs> yeah, and I think she probably like, even though she was really focused on the sex, like I think what she wanted was a family, and he had like the built-in family. So it was kind of like her little. Okay. Yeah, she was really. Is this really insensitive for me? I was thinking. <laughs> If Go my ahead. parents got divorced when I was 15, like, get over it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like, Move it's on. different. Yeah. It's like, that. was it really that traumatic that you just, and to talk about, she said, oh, I've never, I never pictured that suitcase until now. It's like, there's like four scenes of her packing her suitcase. <laughs> like, how did that not? <laughs> so like, actually, she's always thinking about the suitcase. She just yeah, didn't want to right. admit to it until she um, met Bidla. And that completely shut up her tear ducts age 15 after one intense night of crying. Um, I don't know. I, th- I just feel like with a parent, with as someone whose parent separation was um, a long time coming, it's kind of like, yeah. I feel like as a kid, was she just not paying attention or was she just really delusional? She was, was probably already editing movie trailers in her room alone. Okay, so she didn't really know. Um, that Are you were... an only child, a single child? No. Um, okay. I've got three younger brothers. Oh, so, okay, oldest but, child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so, I'm an only child, so I was like, maybe she was just like, it, like as someone who didn't have a lot of like social times mm-hmm. at that. Age. Well, by 15, I was like in secondary school and like you know doing everything with mm-hmm. clubs and stuff. But I feel like I don't know. Like I I would always see my parents. So I feel like I would know if it was happening. You know, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just being. But like, maybe the trauma isn't just... traumatic enough. Is what I'm saying. Like... Yeah. <laughs> it's not significant enough to merit its role in this film. Right. Um, yeah. There just needs to be more to 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 make your body stop crying. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, because that is a very extreme physiological response <laughs> when you look at it in retrospect. I think it was like her bit, but yeah, it was. When you look back, you're like okay that's a lot because I used to think like I wasn't much of a crier but I was also a child with no frontal cortex developed yet and then you know by 25 I'm like watching commercials or I'm watching you know going to funerals wait that's a little dark but you know what I mean like you cry eventually and then you're like okay I I I have feelings yeah and I and I learned it way before um I looked up I think Kate was 30 during this movie and Cameron was 33 so before I know, and that's another reason I wanted to. I mean, I'm glad I watched it now, like as the characters' ages. Yeah. Like, so I can, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's just the thing I have. Sometimes it's like different I'm... when you watch older because yeah, exactly. when you're younger, I feel like a lot of the movies I liked, it would just be because of like the aesthetic, you know, as we know now. It's like you're looking at, you're like, oh, this is flashy or this person's hot or whatever's happening. And then you watch something when you're older. I can't remember if it was Family Stone or something else. I don't know if it was love actually it was something I was I watched a billion movies on the plane and I was just like huh I 
used to hate this, but now, no, you know what it was? It was Bridget Jones diary. Mm-hmm. Like 15 year old me was like weird. Okay. Like she's chaotic. And then as I got older, I'm like, okay, like these feelings make more sense. You know what I mean? I like, loved it. I was really into Bridget Jones culture, like the books as well and how, how messy she was. And I don't know. I feel like that's just me being an old soul. Like I feel like I've always been in my thirties. Yeah. Um, and now I'm finally embodying it. And um, yeah, it, these... it makes other people more tolerable too. <laughs> like right. when I was younger, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why don't you have your life together? <laughs> why are you acting like this? And then now it's like, and now we watch summer house. <laughs> Oof. talk about 30s culture in the united states that's 40s yeah oh true Mm. that's where Mm. it gets real dark i watched that show at first i would be like i can't watch this they're horrible and i know people like this and then when the pandemic hit i was like well here i am just you know working from home and it became a game of like who do i hate the least and then I think I might, we'll see what this one is like. I feel like the pendulum is swinging back to like, I might have to quit it. Oh, like okay. I'm a little concerned about sober Carl and Lindsay. I'm happy that he's sober. <laughs> let's not, let's not mince words. I'm happy that sober people are sober, but I also want to watch a television program. That's mm-hmm. interesting. So if they're all like being mature about stuff, I don't, I don't know. And the new people don't seem they don't have it yeah Mm. they don't have Paige's x-factor somebody was like talking about her on one of those shows and they're like she has the x-factor I was like I hate to admit it but she does Mm -hmm. um the only oh would you date Arthur (laughs) Arthur. either in the 1940s or to or in 2006 oh Arthur Um, the old man the old man (laughs) I I don't think so no just had to throw that one out there well, I mean, he's, he's successful. Um, hardworking. Hardworking. Loyal. I, I would make him in 1940s, Arthur. And back in the day, yeah. I'd have to see how like... tall he was. Right, okay. He was tiny, think... but he, you know, as we age, we get tinier. Exactly, right. But maybe he was at least 5'9". In the day. The only unnecessary, like we were talking about this last night, like it is a bit long, like... But I think it's because they have to give both women like due time for to tell their stories. I just feel like it's it's actually it's not the longest film, but I just with my TikTok attention span, I just get palpitation. I get like you know Amanda palpitations when I see anything over ninety minutes, <laughs> yeah. and I'm so grateful I love for a these. Massage. Right, <laughs> I do that too though. I'm like oh. getting out her pocketbook. Um, but I, I I like the category on Netflix that's like films under 90 minutes. I'm like, thank you. Like, that's my category. Um, just one and done. Let's go. Um, oh, yeah. That's a running Otherwise, complaint I, I have. Yeah. Every time I'm doing this is like, was it 90 minutes? And if it wasn't, was it worth it? I feel like this one was okay to be. But I feel like there were a couple montages we didn't need. Like, they went really montage heavy on this mm. one. And I'll say, gonna say? Jude and okay. Cameron cuddling in the gardens didn't really need that yeah that was lame that's 30 seconds Um, nancy yeah okay so arthur's fitness journey i didn't need it nope i didn't need it they could have Uh, done like a you're doing great arthur like 
30 minutes later or and also like she's not trained like as far as we know she, she doesn't have like a level three physiotherapy like she shouldn't be this is irresponsible um, programming first of all like who is this woman like this is this is how Jen Shah got those old people you know like, <laughs> she just came into my their queen. lives and they trusted her my queen <laughs> but Jen is innocent <laughs> well I didn't say that <laughs> I still support her regard like someone literally dm me friday the statement she made about not going to the reunion and i and they wrote this is your girl question mark and i said after everything i've stood by her for her not going to a reunion is what you think is gonna really like push me over like federal indictment guilty plea etc and you think that her not going to the reunion is where i'm gonna be like well i quit her <laughs> like right I that's the last straw <laughs> listen i um i i thought she wasn't i thought it was, it was already like known that she wasn't going to go to the reunion so i didn't know this when she put a statement saying oh they actually did invite her in the end but they wanted to talk about the legal stuff but also like erica jane couldn't talk about the legal stuff so like why are you making jen shaw um talk yeah about it? i think like, just have it on i have a feeling that there's more um, you know, out of the closet Shaw Squad folks like myself that were like very vocal, like still love her. And Bravo was like, really? And so then they're like, we should bring, you know, like they reinvited her because of that. It's um, only this season that I have like said that I love her. She's so funny. Like when she was w- running around the the rental with her tits out and that. I just thought about this morning and I was like, I fucking I was like, love this her is so, so fun. much. She is. And I think that like, I think she's guilty that part <laughs> like we're not gonna get past that but I think aside from being a criminal which I know a few criminals so it's fine mm-hmm. people are who they are um like I like that she's always herself like she's never I always say for like housewives I'd rather they not be quote good or likable if they're being themselves rather than like creating a facade and so like she's always down a clown she's you know, like the first one to make her like when she poured the champagne on herself afterwards she's like it's really not that big a deal like see I lived like she was just lightening the mood yeah <laughs> she's a fun bitch and so I'm I just seeing her in the club but like I don't know she yeah she's a fun bitch she is yeah yeah I love it <laughs> and I and I think and I like her and coach Shaw a lot and so they make me happy and um, monsters belong on television I've always said it monsters yeah belong on I prefer television. her a hundred times to Ramona tbh um I mean I think Ramona was great in her time but like I'm glad we've put I like her. put it this way if we if we if I met either of them like Jen would be nice to me and Ramona wouldn't she would be I think yeah. she actually is probably nicer like fans or you know people that she meets for promo and all that stuff too versus mm. the others I always say I never want to meet Lisa Hawk did you watch Miami yes oh yeah I would never want to meet Lisa Hawkstein in real life but I love and stand her on television oh my god yeah 100% like, even pre- divorce I don't know why but she's like a little mini star herself all right so did you have any thoughts of what this movie would be like in 2022 whether they were like little you know how like you'll watch a movie and be like well there's no blockbuster anymore there's like no this or that like what would like people's jobs be or who would play them or anything like that so that was my first thought was that there wouldn't be a scene in the blockbuster that's for sure um I don't know, with with the whole premise, did, is home exchange was it ever really a real thing? Does it happen? Like, I think it must have been. I feel like it predicted Airbnb, right? Like now mm. people do that 
all the time, maybe not exchange, but at least like stay in other homes. So I think there would be, I think it would probably be something where it'd be like an Airbnb, but the person would be like, actually, I am here because my holiday to like Jamaica got canceled. Can I go stay at your house? And you'd be like, okay, that's kind of raggedy. But if you give me like 50% off, I don't know. Yeah, um, uh, that wouldn't be a thing. I was <laughs> looking at Amanda's house at the beginning, and I was like, "Well, we know she'd live in a modern farmhouse if it was 2022." Based Valley on Village, yeah, yeah, she would live next. I feel like she'd be a Schwartz little better than Valley Village because she's like very serious, right? So like she's she be, the big bucks, as she says. So yeah, she'd just be like a step up from Dorit, but like not much further. <laughs> which after my trip to go visit my family because my parents live in germany um after that trip and we like went to a couple places i also was like i think i get her now like having affected accents and just like you can speak any accent you want i was like wow it really gave me um perspective on her exactly it's like harmless a harmless fake accent it's not like Ilaria, where it's like <laughs> oh my god on mental her. illness yeah that happened on that quiet week too between like Christmas and New Year's. I remember my friends were a like gift. Yeah. They were like, nothing's going on but this girl. And I was just like, there I was like, she's not. Like she has no relation to any of these cultures. Um no, like actually my... doesn't. <laughs> and I just know, the more was... like the more layers that got peeled back of that mm-hmm. just alarming. God bless Tracy, uh, Tracy Morrison, Morrissey. Um Oh yeah. I did follow you... her for like a month. Yeah oh okay what sorry <laughs> once the once that died down I was like well yeah I'll come back if she has another investigation yeah. um Miles would definitely drive a Tesla because he was giving like when he pulled up in the Audi and stuff I was like oh like with his with his own music blasting I think it I was. feel like you're oh no you're... it wasn't his own it was somebody else's it was any any Morricone um, yeah I feel like you're more anti-Miles than I am um so I, I I watched this and um I one of your questions was would you date any of the leads yeah um, no I wouldn't date Arthur but out of all of them I would date Miles yeah I mean I'm talking a lot of shit but I've noticed when I hyper focus on hating something it's usually because I'm probably I probably like it and don't want to admit it so right okay Maybe or you I'm see yourself in it. Oprah's aha moment of you don't like someone because you see yourself in them maybe oh that maybe. happens to me all the time mm. I'm like oh that's like so fucking annoying why would you do that again I have to bravo divert look in with arriving yeah. on the boat to um their party I was like what a fucking douchebag and then I'm like I would do that if I could and mm-hmm. I was like you need to shut up <laughs> but yeah no he would drive like a Tesla I just feel like he's very like has the pull you know like he's very on the pulse of everything because he's probably just so connected but he does have like a very sweet side like the thing is is like when I'm watching these rom-coms like I think people watch them and think like oh I have this platonic friend and magically we're going to like fall in love because we're just around each other all the time but it's also like people don't choose to spend time with other people um that they would be like sexually attracted to unless at least in straight culture you know what I mean like it's really true like I'm not I could hang out with some guys but like one-on-one and like listening to your feelings and like going to your you know uncle's funeral or whatever you know what I mean like just like all these really concentrated amounts of times like 
unless you became friends as kids. Cause I have like some friends that have come up with me, like growing up that it's like, okay, it's normal for us to either like get together once or twice a year or, you know, like have someone mm. over for dinner, but just like all of that concentrated one-on-one solo time, it's like miles is a dude. And so it's like, yeah, he has this girlfriend that he's been dating for like five months. You know, Iris is like connected to these other Hollywood types that he's interested in, like being friendly with, but he has to have like deep down some interest in her, like some curiosity about her to spend that much time with her. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like he was prepared to, to, to ditch this actress, (laughs) like at the top of her hat. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know. I do. I think he's funny. Um, I think, I think he was the best actor out of all of them. I have to say, like, I feel like it felt he just felt so natural and like he wasn't on camera I don't know and just I love Kate Winslet she's like obviously a national well, treasure well she's like yeah an A plus actor I was kind of thinking about that how like this movie's cool because you have like Cameron who's like just like that really effervescent like everyone just like kind of loves her energy but then you have like Kate who's like you know most of us just think of like Titanic first and then she's in all these other like very awards buzzy movies all the time and being nominated for everything so it was like kind of nice to see her in a really light-hearted thing too but yeah no I mean Jack Black you know I think of School of Rock first but he actually is like I'm not even a Jack Black head like I'm not <laughs> yeah I'm not a fan you're not, not a, a black head I'm not like a I wouldn't go and see him on tour or anything you know but I, he, I just he, in this he, film he was charming cute funny yeah and I, I would have he did fit to. really well I think he fit really well. Like some people were like, how can he be a leading man? But he very much like took up that role well. I agree. Um, The only person I thought about casting wise, only because like I remember Jude Law being such of the zeitgeist and like, you know, who's that kind of person, especially like British people. And you probably have more of an inside thought than I do. But like for like globally, I was like, you know, now they're making Harry Styles play anybody. So I could see like a Harry Styles type there. I'm personally biased. I love Johnny Bailey from Bridgerton. So I could also see him being like very charming and like a secret daddy and all of that stuff too. Not so secret daddy. I've never seen a frame of Bridgerton. So I don't know. Um, I can't picture this person, but yeah. Yeah. Um, That's about will... for your mental health actually. And for <laughs> like, and for your blood pressure. <laughs> I was Amanda with like chest pains during series two. I was like, this is so good. I just can't wish on the rhymes. Like I tried. Um, <laughs> oh, this is obviously I'm a, coming in. I'm an OG Grey's Anatomy head. Um, but oh. no, I'm not watching season 30 or whatever we're on now. Um, I just, I just, uh, I fell off. Um, but no, I did try um, Anna Delvey. And oh, I didn't watch that. Just, just so cringe. And it's very Shonda. I don't know. Just all of the like twists and turns for no reason. And the style, the style of writing as well. Like I I could, I could do a, you know, blindfold test on what, what a Shonda (laughs) Ryan show is, you know. Yeah. If you just heard an audio. You got it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah. um, So what is it? Who would, who would be cast today in a room? Yeah. If you had any, and it's okay if you don't, because I I really didn't think about the female leads as much. I was trying to think, because like we said, they're in their early thirties. So I was trying to think of people our age. Um, and again, it's just like kind of, you know, I really don't want Jennifer Lawrence to be any of them. Mm-hmm. She's like the only like a person I feel like our age lately. I know there's more, but I would really have to like 
rack my brain. Um, like I would just just because she's the woman of the, the woman of the moment, um, Megan Fahey. Fahey. Oh, true. Um, As Amanda. Yes. Okay. Yes. And Iris, do we want to stick with, yeah, one is British, like a UK. Yeah, if you have, like, somebody. Um, um, Although it'd be kind of funny if it was, like, the really intense one was from the UK and, like, came to Los Angeles and was, like, dealing with green juices and yoga and all this stuff. And then. I could see that. Yeah, I, I yeah I could see Nancy like finally caving and doing like a sequel where it's like switched. <laughs> yeah, vice versa. Or like Grease Two, where it's the guys switching instead of the girls, or you know. Oh, love a Grease Two reference. <laughs> um, Michelle Pfeiffer, too good. Um, I'm trying to think. There wasn't there a discussion. There's always a discussion about Nancy Meyer sequels. I feel like there's a discussion whether I made up the sequel or <laughs> the internet did, of like it's you know 20 years later and maybe somebody's divorce no that's for my best friend's wedding somebody made that up about like and my best friend's wedding because something in Cameron Diaz Cameron and Dermot Mulroney are divorced and then he kind of revisits the potential with Julia Roberts which at that point you guys need to get a life like that's really really dark (laughs) Um, move on but I'd say I feel like we're in a renaissance um with uh you know Lindsay Lohan's Netflix deal Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like something's happening and I feel I wouldn't be surprised if Nancy does cave and like the like you know Bethany like they they give her a number and she can't turn <laughs> it down um, uh, and she does churn out these family stone to actually what's family stone Nancy Myers when I hear that up no it's just Nancy Myers energy not... yeah no, yeah yeah because it's like the color scheme is too dark you know like Nancy loves like a white and a cream okay and... or like um, and yeah, like white people. Uh, and so, yeah. Oh my god! Don't. Respectfully, I really was like, "Wow, Nancy." And I was thinking about like it's complicated, also, and even home again with her that her daughter did. I was like, "My girl." <laughs> like, no, I want um the holiday too. Um, I want it's 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 complicated again, or it's more complicated. Or I think it's more complicated would be a good that one merits a sequel because I love that one's super underrated. Like I love Meryl and Steve Martin together. You had like John mm. Krasinski. They had like all the right kind of like people for the kids and stuff in that one. So it'd be funny it if there's something you've got to give. Yeah. Uh then, yeah, I think so. And it, then it was like something still got to give. It was <laughs> something still giving. Something's still giving. It's <laughs> yeah. giving. Something's giving. And then it's it's like a Thanksgiving, ironically, film. <laughs> okay. And then let's see. Um, I feel like they'd have boba instead of frappuccinos because frappuccinos were very 2006. Mm-hmm. And like instead of being at Blockbuster, they'd be like at the house looking at like YouTube. They'd be like, what are we watching on mm-hmm. YouTube? Like some kind of series. And Miles would have caught the girl cheating like on socials. So like he would have seen someone would have accidentally sent him a Snapchat or like he would have seen an Instagram story like while they're on YouTube. And he's like, oh, she's with him. And then you see, back. it could work. Yeah. yeah there's plenty it would of definitely things. be sponsored by Airbnb. Oh, yeah. Like they would be the main... moments. Like I was like, yes, oh. <laughs> I had to Google it actually because um, but it's uh, like Antas's tablets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, yes, it's a brand name big for pharma. Like, yes, <laughs> big pharma. Big Procter and Gamble. Nancy, Nancy, not so innocuous. She's also <laughs> big pharma. <laughs> like 
for all for all the little mentions she has of like no grown-ups that are girls she's also like i have to be associated with one big evil um in order to get this budget okay. um so i have like a couple random questions for you about the uk and housewives um first of all when you watch like these american christmas movies is there anything that's really different between the United States and the UK on Christmas that you would say is like major or has um, it kind of like globalized and we're all in one hodgepodge now let's face it we're all pretty much the same um obviously we just don't we don't do the happy holidays it's happy Christmas um mm-hmm. although we're getting there like so I saw a, at least one advert this year where um they said this holiday season i'm like okay that's new we are really sort of um uh becoming the u.s um no i think it's pretty much the same just christmas like presents in the morning christmas dinner right what do you eat Um, for dinner on christmas or for whatever meal as a family i think it's different from family to family but um i feel i would say nine out of ten families have turkey here in the uk okay like Christmas ham, Christmas duck, goose, whatever. Okay. Um, that I mean, that does happen. Um, like in my family, I thought this was a, a nationwide tradition, but I think it might be less so. But um, my family for breakfast we'd do like a scrambled egg, um, uh, and smoked salmon, um, Ooh. and like that's like a traditional Christmas breakfast, and then. Yeah, it's just a, it's just nice, rich dinnery. Um, my family. Aren't. Although this year it's different. We're um, the first time we're we're going to a restaurant, which I think is oh. so chic. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. excited. Um, that'll be that nice. Year. Yeah, nice and different. And, it's like and you don't have to work. You know what I mean? Like you just get to like mm-hmm. dress up and enjoy being together. Just exactly. like talking and drinking. Um, but yeah, no, there's no, there's let's face it, there's nothing different. Okay, I was just checking, and then, yeah. um. So I went to London, as you know, and yeah, first of all, going back and, Mm -hmm. and also like, obviously like a better, like see all of England trip, but I just need like a break from my family in the middle of my family visit. Cause we just do a lot of, you know, it's just a lot of contained space and a lot of personalities for three people and a dog. So I took a break and um, the pub is like this elusive thing to me where like I get intimidated when I don't know what the proper way to behave somewhere is like if I'm not from that place like I want to make sure I adhere to like customs and stuff and it was like maybe not even five o'clock and every pub was like you couldn't get a seat anywhere you know they're like sit where you want order where you want all this stuff too like do people have like a go-to like you know, do you go to the same spot every time, like whatever town you're from? Like, do you have a go-to spot? Do they have like, you know, and this is again, very American and maybe Californian of me to ask, like, do they have vegan food at pubs? Do they have gluten-free? Do they tell you to fuck off if you ask for that? Like what's just, what's the experience of pub life? Like, cause I know the whole of England is very pro-pub, but it was very intimidating to me. So it definitely depends on what kind of establishment it is. Like if it has an England flag, don't bother first of all don't even go in um okay. don't, don't, bad place um you know and you can see the <laughs> dark, clientele dark the, right um the, don't bother going in let alone asking for vegan food you know okay um i i you know that's the kind of place that i would get gay bashed <laughs> like okay cool so, yeah, so it's a hateful spot cool with an england flag yeah do not gotcha. go. toxic masculinity. Um, but then you have- that's a that's just code for toxic masculinity 
right yeah usually like bald white gammon yeah um so then you have the gastro pubs that would almost certainly have a vegan at least vegetarian option on the menu um but I don't know, was it a weekend when you were seeing the pubs were full? In four no, but I think it's probably just because it's the Christmas season. And, okay. you know, to be fair, we were like, you know, near city center. And I know it seems like from what I gathered, like reading and, you know, meeting people and stuff too, is like, it's very common that people stop in after they've gone to work. And then of course, like with the holidays, I think people were just, cause it was like a Wednesday, Thursday. And, um, you know, I think it's just like, people are feeling a little more like social because- as we said, most businesses really canceled emotionally and mentally by then. So they're like, yeah, I can like throw back a few drinks. And so it was great. Like, but I was just like, there's not a, there's not a spot, like whichever neighborhood right. you would end up yeah. in that night. I was like, and I was fine. My friend wanted to have, you know, like the proverbial fish and chips and like, you know, have a beer or a cider or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just like, dang, like, every spot, you know, you just saw, and I think it might've just been the holidays, but I just, and, you know, being in like very busy places too. Cause of course we were like places where tourists run amok as well. So yeah, I feel like we weren't central, like in a local residential. Exactly. So I feel like in central, it wouldn't be like their local spot. That they go. It would be like, yeah, um, work people and colleagues would go for a drink after work. Like. And I feel like you'd be in the majority. You'd probably, there are probably more Americans in that pub than um, than British people you know because yeah. you're in central London in the middle of Christmas um yeah. so yeah but it, yeah it's more like um where you live that would be like you'd have your local spots that you go to all the time yeah. um and they're like and... a little more low-key and right yeah kind of um, not as busy okay I, I hardly just... go hardly ever go out so you're you're actually asking the wrong person <laughs> so <laughs> if I, I had pub money I would be in the and, pub. I need to stand outside of a pub and pull people <laughs> <laughs> no it seems really fun like where I grew up is like a very small town too and so like you know you kind of go to the same like our equivalent of that you know like these little tavern yeah it's like one of them so like where I went to college is called William and Mary because it's based on like the king and queen like threw their crowns down on the land you know and so it it feels like it still has a lot of that influence if you will from back then and so like there's tiny bars and they're not actually bars. They're like delis and pubs that served alcohol because the town is so small. There was like nowhere else to go have okay. adult beverages. <laughs> so it has that same feel of like the small size and the wooden booths and stuff like that. But um, since it's so small and it's just really the university there, like it doesn't get that crowded. So I think that's kind of similar to what you're saying. It's like in people's local towns, you would just take a seat and it's like a little more, it's a little calmer. Cause I was just like, there are so many people out, but of course I knew I was like in the middle of the city and stuff too. So yeah, if you could like Hackney or, like, you know, these neighborhoods, there'd be like really good, cute little places um, that yeah. would still be like really popular and you'd probably have to get a reservation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, less. Uh, yeah. And I mean, we had no trouble finding food, like trust. That's always my number one priority. So we were well-fed and well-drank and all of the things so we had and I love like all of the Asian cuisines that like there's so many like Asian immigrants and South Asian influences obviously and all that so I was pleased um to say the least okay um since you are you know I feel like you're what was your title for hey you like CEO of housewives or something didn't you get a 
that was Kyle Richards got the see housewife chief officer. I was just like a oh she a oh she was part. She... I was supposed to be a, a generic employee. Did you get to but... talk to her one on one at any point, or was it just actor on actor action? Like in between takes, yeah, we got some. Of the was there any ener- was there any energy received from her? Any thoughts? Well, she was. Um... She thought I worked there, which is understandable because everyone else did. I was the only one that didn't work there. Um, and then uh, I don't know how I mentioned it, but I mentioned that I was cabin crew. And she was like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, what airline? But I'm glad I kind of, I was actually tasked because basically she was, that was the day that um, the internet was dragging Portia. And so she was just really upset, oh. just in her phone. And I was almost tasked by the Hey You people to get her like, um, cheer her cheer up, her up. yeah exactly yeah um like she just left the room in tears um it was so funny like she she'd like got up to leave and like her Birkin was here and her phone was here I was like my god that I just all everything was like that's kind of so Birkin. close to so much <laughs> <laughs> she left it face down so I, I couldn't see like the incoming uh, what a clever bitch <laughs> yeah. Kyle we want to know if you're secretly still texting LVP <laughs> plotting layer yeah. upon layer Oh my god can you imagine um but I feel like um just the that kind of disrupted her like oh you yeah. don't work here you're coming okay what's well, good she probably thought I won a competition or something I don't know but um anyway <laughs> she's like you lucky make a wish child I'm so happy I've <laughs> that's what I felt like come true I mean I was pale enough like her, her makeup is makeup um, <laughs> person came and like, gave me some bronzer because I probably did actually look like a wish child. can I get some bronzer I need her to realize like I'm the professional here <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so uh, she, I mean we Carl she's a pro so she um uh, she got it done although you could you could literally see that she's got tears in her eyes when if you watch that the, woman the <laughs> like between her and Candace Dillard like who cries more? <laughs> right um, with that but no 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 tea like no like what? nothing yeah I'm I'm sure she's a professional I am still like again I have this thing like once I have decided I stand one of them and it's always like an original I like can never go back like I can watch them just like ruin lives and I'm like nope still my girl like I can still be like well that was fucked up but like Bethany Kyle and Jen Shaw are probably like the three I get the most like attacks from my friends on about loving for whatever reason people try to like come for me I'm like I can't change my mind on them I I did leave it thinking yeah that's it lo- locked in I'm I'm a Kyle fan um but yeah. then I'm like would I have thought that about anyone just because I'm meeting a housewife but like, I just I don't think I would have thought that if it was like Erica Jane like, or like if it, if somebody was like clearly like cold or short to you as Erica Jane would be <laughs> right right yeah. um do you have um what would you say are like and it could be right now or of all time what are like your favorite three cities of housewives Potomac, New York. Um, does Melbourne count? Um, yes. If it's not in, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, if, if it's, did if I say that not, too fast? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes, it fucking does. <laughs> oh my, those are the accents I really can't do. I don't deal with demons. <laughs> I don't deal in the demonic. <laughs> I deal in fox. Yeah, I love. I do in fox. Gina Liano, another one I stand. So Potomac, New York melbourne that's all um, but actually all. it's definitely a tie between melbourne and atlanta because you just can't negate like the, the legacy of atlanta and it's just given us so much um so, yeah. yeah but 
but definitely uh, Potomac, definitely New York, and definitely Atlanta slash Melbourne. Yeah, those are those are all very solid choices. I told you Potomac is like a stone's throw if you need a guided tour. Yes, yes because yes. we can see where Oz used to be. <laughs> like we can see three hours away where Wendy lives from the other girls. Like um there's like a piece of shade you don't catch like most people won't catch we're like robin i think they it was during this miami trip where like they're like wendy went home and she goes no, i caught i caught it because i remember she said to carroll county or something yes i rewound it and put subtitles on and then i looked did it you up. look at the map uh, yeah. yes i did yes and i was like oh that is shade yeah i was like the locals no because where's bethesda I- is that like a nicer area um they're all nice they're they're actually all nice it's just about the yeah. distance like but yeah because again so what happened is like they did real housewives of dc in 2010 that flopped yes, right and the fbi shut it down iconic <laughs> yeah and so i think what they and like we probably both read that book but like even anecdotally i can think of okay they wanted to have another cast of color in a city where there's lots of prominent people of color all this stuff and so like naturally dc again is a great place to revisit, but they couldn't call it that, I'm sure, because people would be like, ugh, this again or something. So they did Potomac because Potomac, Maryland is like more of a suburb type of area where again, it's like people who probably work in DC, but drive out um, and like raise their families out there. And so it's mm. very, very, very just like top of the line, high class kind of area of Maryland. But I think it's that classic case of like, not everybody there wants to be on television. So they're like in sprinklings, like all those cities are fine. And Baltimore used to have like more of a reputation for being like Giselle. That was always the shade to Giselle. And Robin is like, they live in Baltimore. So they're like a little more city girls. I, find it, I think it's so funny. And, so, and then Ashley lives in Virginia, but like what we call Northern Virginia, because the rest of Virginia is like very Southern. And then Northern Virginia is like the drip out of DC, basically in a, respectful way um so I it was we got like a a town a, a um a city that no one had heard of the, the network and you know people like me yeah no but no potomac. most of the united states like my friends in california were like what the fuck is potomac right that's why i was so excited for real houses of forgive me my pronunciation winnectica um it's like oh oh it's a chicago like yeah. really money money because i've got a um internet friend that lives there and like she was yeah. telling me about um like it was in the works um but I don't know what happened but it's not happening anymore but oh, she was like I know who's cast and what's happening and like I've seen like this is like you, big big money yeah. I do remember um, that I was like, so the excited that. of the Chicago area one yeah um and like I wanted it to be I didn't want it to be called Chicago I wanted it to be called Winnetka because I wanted the Potomac experience again of like exactly. okay let's get involved even like Salt Lake City like obviously everyone's heard of Salt Lake City but no one really knew what it was what the yes. deal was so I was Absolutely. like yes we're getting Salt Lake City and not Housewives of um um Vegas although I do I do want Vegas <laughs> Housewives of Vegas would just be I feel like it'd be like Dubai but trashy you know what I mean? Like it would just be like all these people who kind of live there part time and live inside hotels, but are just like off their fucking rocker. Like yeah. Dubai is trashy. That was funny about um <laughs> how how it's it's pitched um in Housewives of Dubai is like really glamorous and um money, which it, it is. It's, there's lots but of money there, tacky. obviously. But like it to us to the UK, it's almost like the new um. Uh, Benidorm which is a place in Spain which is like really we we have the word chubby I sound like a okay. snob like um, okay. I guess like white trash <laughs> like would be the, <laughs> a like, callback yeah right <laughs> what is um, what is the word you said how do you spell that 
Chavi, C-H-A-V-V-Y, I guess. Okay, Chavi. I have. have is good. Okay, yeah, I've heard that. Okay, you get it. Gotcha. Anyway, because it's kind of like, it's like not a classy place to go to Dubai. It's kind of, anyway. So that's just interesting. You know, that kind of makes sense because I feel like, I don't know, that you can, you can tell like people on social when they're going on vacation that respectfully the type of I say respectful and everything when it. I'm about to say something offensive you're just kind of like you get it oh okay so that's mm-hmm. a choice I feel like I mean I think I love Miami as a city but I'm also Latinx so like I have a different experience perception when I'm in Florida in general where I'm not thinking of like the Republicans respectfully and mm-hmm. like the swamps and like Tiger King although I did live in Florida for two years and saw plenty of meth heads as a child so it's fine <laughs> I have good parents. <laughs> People are just on the street though. Like you can't control right. them. Yeah. Um, but like Miami, I would say is to me a chavy place for when I see certain folks there. And LA can be too, like when you see certain people, because it's just like Los Angeles is really fun as a city, like to live in. There's live music, there's the beach, um, like shopping, so much good food. But like it is hard when someone goes to visit and they're like, what should I do? I'm like, I literally only know like restaurants to tell you to go to and I guess stores, but you could right. do that. I tell people that for Vegas too, is like, I have gone to Vegas more times than is like probably socially acceptable, but it's cause it's cheap and there's lots of concerts, you know, like I usually go for like, if someone's on tour and they're there for like the weekend date when I used to live in California, cause it was super like, you know, right. 90 bucks or on a flight or something. Mm. Um, Cause I'm like not a club rat. I wish I was, but it's like one of those places where like, I'm like, it'd be fun if you went, but I don't think you're missing out on anything. If you, you never go. Does that make sense? Okay. Like, okay. um, like my East coast friends, at least I tell them, I'm like, it's really fun. If like, you want to go also see the grand Canyon or like, you're doing a trip through that region, mm. but it's just like restaurants, music, shopping, another club bar another club yeah <laughs> yes bus yeah. <laughs> no sleep actually <laughs> unless you're me you'll find somewhere to sleep no I will definitely be having my biggest moment in my lifetime when that is I don't know yeah I have a lot of fun because I my mantra for that one is I always tell people my 10 of like my worst self my trashiest self my like most pleasure self is like a four there you will see people there that you will never see again in your life. Like in terms of like people watching, you know, like the best thing to do is like find somewhere outdoors to drink that's on the strip and just like sit there and just drink for like three hours or you don't have to drink alcohol to have fun. You can have chips and guacamole, but just like watch. Like you can have Coke. Um. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay. you can do it. Oh, I have other stories of other Crystal people. That, that's an offline conversation. Okay. Um, you can choose your own adventure. Okay. And then who are your top three housewives or five, if you need, who are some of your highlights? How about no number? Just like some people that like we said, you'll just like blindly stand. Appreciate the flexibility. Um, yeah. Karen Huger, <laughs> uh, Karen Huger, love to read, um, uh, uh, love Kenya Moore. Say sure. it with me, Phaedra Parks. I mean, Dorit, do you love her because she's kind of British? She's kind of British. She's uh, she's just a little Barbie doll. Just the things she says and um, just her mannerisms, the way she walks into a room. I just, 
I'm I'm fascinated by her. And and I also think she'd be one of those the ones that if you meet in real life, she'll like make you feel like you're the only person in the world, you know. Like um, Oh yeah. She'll be like your headphones so chic. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Even like with her time with Teddy, because like I had kind of blocked out the whole Teddy era from my mind. But then when I went back to watch, I was like, this season's mostly boring, but Dorit fucking with Teddy is funny. And also Dorit also had another burglary storyline before this year. <laughs> she needs to put her security is all I'm going to say. It's all Let's just leave that. We'll just put that out there. Yeah. Just leave it. I think, um, aside from this, do you have any favorite holiday movies, other holiday movies that you love to come back to? Again, I'm not a rewatcher, um, oh, yeah. but uh, but I have one of the rare ones that I have rewatched is Family Stone. Um, so I love um, hearing podcasts dissecting it. I, I love them. Hearing what, any were of... you on, as you get older, are you on the family side or are you on Sarah Jessica Parker's side in terms of the, like? I think it's the classic thing of the more you rewatch it, the more time goes by. You can see it from SJP's point of view. And yeah. you're, more, you're more of an SJP sympathizer. Um, uh, and that's just my truth um, but I am planning on watching it again in this coming we've only got one week left till Christmas yeah it's got to be soon so I'll just um, I'll bosh it out and then I'll um, I'll text you send my please my do it, it's mm-hmm. it's it's just good it's and it goes quick yes. um, do you have any favorite holiday songs uh, my only wish open brackets this year close brackets by Brittany Jean Spears yeah. um, and then of course as um, a, a loyal lamb I'm gonna say the next one is um, All I Want for Christmas by I Carey yeah. but my Christmas album which I feel like is niche is um, mm. uh, Eight Days of Christmas um, by Destiny's Child um that is not just the song but like the album yes yes I will play that through at least once every season Um, okay I particularly love a DC Christmas medley (laughs) that's cute Um, yes so yeah check those out that's Um, a good one I feel like that's one of the mistakes S Club 7 made they should have made a holiday album hearing an American say the words S Club 7 is really interesting to me is it really like inflecting up or something what no i I just i can't believe you even know oh oh my god listen is is that like niche is there only no 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 oh for people our age okay so there was a there's a channel not sponsored like what freeform was three times there's this channel that like literally gets renamed every six years but it's kind of like the tween teen channel and it has just like a lot of probably shows that you see on like your streaming services now um it's kind of associated with hulu now i guess but um in like 98 or 99 and then it was perfect because i lived in like nowhere florida as i was saying the we got that show s club seven in miami um did you ever see these tv series of them well yeah we had like yeah. we had them like we had okay. s club in miami so, s club yes. in la or Hollywood, in LA. and yeah. i watched it religiously but um yeah. I, I thought but we had I, them no I, I had the Barbies of the girls. I don't think I had the dolls of the boys. Um, I was a Rachel girl personally. Um, Rachel, Rachel Stevens. Stevens. I love that she's in her yeah. divorce era and she's been, <laughs> she's, been, she's been booked for Mighty Hoopla, which is a huge gay festival. She's been booked on both dates. And it's like, this is her comeback next year, next summer. Um, well, I like, so when all that came out, right, like we barely mm. had the internet at the time. So you couldn't look up, like 
we wouldn't know all of, like, I didn't know that Paul and Hannah were a couple IRL for however many years, you know, all of these things and like Rachel Steven solo career, all this, I didn't know, which makes me really sad. So I'm learning about it now in retrospect, like, do you listen to legends only pod with, um, um I, I do, Bradley? I do. It's so yeah. like Bradley's always talking about Rachel Steven. Yeah, he's, very like he's, helping, he's very the British pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. So he's helping me like, re like learn all this stuff that I would have loved if I had like if we had social media at the time and could actually dig into people like Tell me, what I about, think what I would have been a did you have S Club Juniors didn't have S Club Juniors so we just had LA or Miami and then LA so those were this TV show series but it was actually like a um it was like an X Factor style oh yeah we didn't have the the, the the younger versions of it's kind of weird it's kind of like they're old now let's get the, the next generation and we'll call them escob juniors <laughs> then when escob stood up they were called escob a but now two of them are in um the saturdays um which is oh. a, a british band that, uh, that bradley would definitely know about and yeah um, um but yeah anyway yeah anytime oh. he mentions a song i'll like look it up and be like oh i like this you know yeah I'll, like i feel like i missed out between like the saturdays girls aloud sugar babes, sugar babes. All that stuff. like i yeah like I'll watch, you know, uh, Drag Race UK and like look up the songs after and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, like I'm obsessed. So, so yeah. And also- Saturday's Mega Mix is a staple of UK gay culture. Oh, like, I'm that you play that in the in the club, it, the floor, dance floor would instantly be filled. Like the yeah, the Saturday's well, Mega Mix. Yeah. Feel free to send me as many as you want. <laughs> never get sick of it. Obviously, Little Mix Stan, um, which I know is new, yes. gen, but. Literally went to an uh, an album signing of theirs at a mall by myself because my friend yes. like kind of got Which the album? Last um, salute. Okay. Oh, so you're <laughs> and, you're a day one, yeah. I don't know what it was, but like I heard, I think it's because my friend liked One Direction, and so we would listen to One Direction, and then the uh, same year, was Harry. Yeah. And so then I was like, "Ooh, what's this girl group situation?" Because I will always be into a girl group situation and a, a mm-hmm. British one. Because obviously, we go back to Spice Girls to even start it mm-hmm. off. Oh my! And God. so um, I was like, "Oh, who's this girl?" And like, found out she was in a group and listens to the music. And I was like, "Sold." And then I have a friend who can't remember any of their names ever because I'll play like, you know, I'll play the videos when they come over for like a girls' weekend, and I'm like, I need other girls to like dance with this too. Yes. And they call. <laughs> They call Jesse R.I.P. Um, Cherry because of her red hair and because they remember Perry. So okay. they're like Perry and Cherry. And then they're like, and the other two. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but I um, love them. And I think all I said was like, oh, my God, you're so pretty. It's like all I could get out because I'm one of those people like there's no fight or flight. It's just the freeze response. Right. So I was yeah. like, hey, girl. And then I like kind of ditched all the other ones because I was like a period girl and I was like can I see your ring and I was like that's so nice <laughs> like boundaries broken <laughs> just just a hot mess at 23 but yeah um love all of that stuff okay so like we said <laughs> back to Destiny's Child Eight Days of Christmas is your yes new holiday album is... mm-hmm. all right would you prefer a hot cocoa or a hot toddy do you guys have hot toddies um, I've never actually had one, but I guess I would go for a hot toddy, Erica Jane yeah. style. Oh, I forgot. She 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 reintroduced hot toddy culture mm, out of season. The PR rebranding <laughs> of Erica Jane, yeah. I know. Somebody, there's like a astrology podcast that's like, every time Lisa Barlow mentions like fast food, is that secretly just like her doing business? And I'm like, probably. 100%. I'm really in a KFC phase right now. <laughs> like all of that. 
Um, red or green? It's Kit Kats this year, isn't it? Though that's it's her. Kit Kat, she's definitely sponsored by Kit Kat. KFC has some steak. Oh my gosh, she's, she's a genius. Dogs. Yeah. Um, sorry, what was the question? No, you're fine. Red or green? Uh, uh, red. White Christmas or beach Christmas? Beach so- Christmas. I've always wanted one. It is actually better. Um, mm-hmm. When is it okay to begin decorating for the holidays? Um, I would say uh, the first of December. Agreed. As you can see, my I've got no, zero decorations. Well, I literally just started like Thursday because I was out of town. I can see some nice touches. Yeah, some red yeah. injections. Yeah. Well, the the R is always there because I didn't know where to put that when I moved here. <laughs> so, but I loved your um rosemary uh, Christmas tree, and that is genius. And that's something I could do. I could just pop well, down and get get a bunch of rosemary. I love that time? you said that to me when you replied because I was like, I actually am not. I really thought that was a Christmas tree. I didn't realize it was rosemary until I took it home. And then it said like holiday herbs, herbs, that, excuse me. And I was just like, what the fuck? That's like, this isn't so like I a baby like, pine or something. Like, like didn't smell it. it, didn't investigate anything. I was like, the color is different. And so I thought it was like a succulent or something. No, it's because um, it's cost effective. It smells great. Yeah, ten bucks. Yeah, um, we have Trader Joe's here, as I'm sure you've heard of. Um, yeah, and I was gonna go to like a. I had seen like other ones at supermarkets that were a little bigger, and they were like thirty dollars. And I was like, and that oh. actual Christmas tree. <laughs> there were an actual Christmas tree, and I was like, well, she's tiny, and I'm never like my family lives all over the place, so I'm never here on right. Christmas. Um, so I was just like, but I want the spirit, and you know, they always say like you'll feel happier something I don't fucking I'm literally Cameron Diaz in the beginning when she's like peace and quiet or like whatever it is like I'm supposed to get out of this (laughs) also her monologue going back 30s topics the monologue about stress and being like over the age of 35 and sing like mildly triggering girl (laughs) it's just like oh that was a word okay yeah thank you I do like my little tree um and I ha- like found little ornaments at Target for like three dollars and so Perfect. you know on a budget but stylish mm-hmm. because we live um achievable lifestyles not aspirational um and then this is a variation on the other question holidays at home or a destination holiday destination do you prefer the Grinch or Elf as movies or characters of the two the Grinch say it with me the Grinch yeah. yes the Grinch I do love <laughs> um and peppermint or cinnamon uh, cinnamon cinnamon good choice good choice and then since it's your first time on here I always do for first time guests the pleasure point since this is no one's guilty pleasure podcast mm-hmm. um what is your favorite form of self-care skincare I think it's skincare just making sure I'm crossing all the bases you know I've got my SPF and I've got my retinol and, you know, and I'm just, and I feel like that is just future proofing myself. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I, I, you know, I just feel like it's I'm worth it. Off. And it's, it's a good to have a habit. Too. Yeah. I feel like that's like basic level self-care other than, you know, showering every day, you know, you know just, just like, well, I think I'm sometimes just... people equate self-care to like, I'm going to be on the couch for like 72 hours and like uh-huh. never do anything or shop like again showering important uh, listen i'm a pisces so oh. i do need my um uh my water. You know, a day of doing nothing <laughs> oh i thought it was like a water, water. <laughs> i was like no, so you also- shower because you can't be in like the lake or something listen I, there's so much i do for self-care i, I mean, read I've, I've actually yeah i've um i've 
I'm on an oil pulling kick since I saw, I mean, I've always known about oil, well, not always, you know, I've known about oil pulling, but then I saw a Gwyneth Paltrow story about her, like a day in the life of me. And she's like, start with oil pulling and teeth scraping. I'm like, okay, let's get me a jar of coconut oil and let's go for it. And I've been doing it for like three weeks now. I'm like, oh my, I honestly thought I would be giving up after like four days, but I'm doing it every morning for like 15 minutes. And then I drink a cup, like a glass of water. And I just think that is setting my day up. So I'm self-caring um so yeah and also self-care is like you said just being on the couch and watching tv um i'm currently in a say it with me body dysmorphia phase so i'm um, i'm going to the gym <laughs> basically every day that i have a day where i can go to the gym so like if i'm worth your day no i won't go to the gym i'm not going to wake up at 4 a.m and go to the gym but like yeah. i'm just making sure i'm ticking things off you know and then that just puts, puts me at ease to then be able to go and watch um, miami housewives with yeah. a kind of like a no, I can relax type of thing. Yeah. Which is kind of fucked we're, up. We're yeah. pretty similar because I yeah. have like um I think like again, as you like morph into adulthood, especially I think the fact that like people don't start families as early, like we're by ourselves. So like we really have to kind of hold ourselves accountable. And I that part, that part. Yeah, I I realize like I need a lot of structure in my life so that I can like have moments where I call it unraveling, like I can unravel safely and like be able to come back to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, just have set those up and I have to write things down or I won't remember. So I have like a little post-it and I'll write, like, I think it started during the pandemic. I would write like five tiny goals, like not intense stuff, but like five minutes of like meditating, 10 minutes of movement, you know, um, lately it was like 20 minutes of Duolingo. Cause I wanted to be able to like say certain phrases and wow. you know, communicate. So like, and I didn't achieve them all every time, but at least it was like this attempt to, like you said, if you have like a crazy day at work and it just took everything out of you, like your priority should be resting and like you make allowances. and fueling yes. yourself and hydrating. But mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you can like put those things in and like give yourself, I think, especially the morning time, people don't give themselves like that 10 minutes to just do morning something pages. that's going to like calm them because for my job I'm, I'm always like I work in research but like I'm always interacting with people like whether it's patients or like other staff or all this stuff where like people always need something and there are also lots of different personalities where you're like oh my god I didn't know there were this many stupid fucking people in so many like oh, high positions mm-hmm. right oh my gosh and so like if you just give yourself like I became really serious about like I love coffee so like giving myself my time to drink my coffee before I go to work so it's like I'm enjoying it versus like, you know, throwing it back and like typing furiously and all that stuff. It's and like, a ritual. It is meditation. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, let's face it. I'm not an idiot. I know that oil pulling at the core of it is meditation. Like that's yeah. what I'm, that's what I'm doing. Like I'm yeah. just taking this time to to do that while I'm like unloading the dishwasher or making my coffee and yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah I do love yeah. tongue scraping though I feel like it makes such a difference tongue scraping at the moment I'm doing it with a toothbrush but I feel like I've got to get the tools got to invest they, in I mean branded you can do that but also Amazon I was gonna say um, yeah. you can get like two for ten dollars um and yeah just you know Gwyneth is not always right but she's mostly right mm-hmm. Our, we're Cigarettes all and tofu, baby. love a Libra queen um okay your favorite either cocktail or comfort food cocktail would be hmm not a cocktail person I would have a glass of wine okay beverage would be winter red wine and um summer 
Rosé, say it with me. It's Rosé. Um, I love how every time you say say it with me, I'm like just staring and actually not like following instructions. Um, <laughs> but yes, I'm so um, sorry um, that I'm not no fully present there. No, I'm the awkward podcast guy. So. No, no, you're fine. Uh, uh, comfort food. I don't know. I'm a, again, a ritual routine. I'm a HelloFresh devotee. Like I've been doing it for so many Ooh. years. So I, I don't know. I just do that. I'm not sponsored or anything. But, um, yeah. um, what do I like when, when I cook it? Like a, like a mac and cheese, let's say. That's a classic yeah. sort of, yes, it's mac and cheese tonight. It's, you know, it's just simple. Comfort. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just feel like warm food nice. is always like the, co- the, I was going to say the cocktail food. Oof. Drunk. Mm. Um, the comfort food. Yeah, and pasta, just yeah, Italian pasta, pizza, that kind of Italian food. Carbs is what I'm the the root of this. Yeah, <laughs> most people end up going like, oh wait, I think it's just any carb. And uh-huh. it's like I do. Uh, this is like honesty hour, dark moment. But I I sometimes have this like shame eating where I just get Doritos. I close the curtains and I just sit on my <laughs> kitchen floor and just eat an entire share back of Doritos and. Um, it don't feel great afterwards, but it's kind of like that's my um. My <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. also self care sometimes. It fills up not every week. Yeah. Yeah. No, not all the time. But there are days where I'm like, okay, it's a Dorito day. Like once every six to eight weeks, I would do that. <laughs> I feel like that's me, like um, like having like a little day drinking moment. I'll be like, mm. just really, and I know that sounds like a little too summer housey, but it's just like, um, again, like. I, I have certain chronic health stuff. Like I'm always trying to be like pretty good to myself because I know I'll feel better, but not in like a self-congratulatory yeah. way. Just like, I know what's best for me. Um, but once in a while, when I'm like, I don't have to be anywhere. I'm like, let's just have a drink. I'm just picturing myself. Miranda in And Just Like That. When she, <laughs> she just what? sees the part. Did you watch And Just Like That? And just I like did that. not. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Well, there's no. this, like, she has this alcoholic storyline or like oh. too drinky too much storyline where she's like early for an appointment and she just sees a bar and she just walks in and just has a glass oh. of shibbly no. in the daytime. Yeah. Yeah. Never. It's usually either on vacation. I'll always have like a glass of sparkling with breakfast mm. just because I'm like, it's vacation. I deserve it. Exactly. And then like you said, like every two months or so, I'll be like, let's just have a couple of glasses of wine and get to like, whether it's like sparkling in the daytime or like just like more than one glass of red wine at dinner or something I was like let's just you know because it doesn't really take a lot when you don't drink as frequently anymore and people like I went to university with they remember me being kind of like a bit of a party girl so like when they see me now they're like oh let's get fucked up and I'm like yeah Mm -hmm. I'm like no it's a Sunday like Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna get that crazy no because I know my body and I just yeah I know what the next day is like and if I want to go to the gym like do you know what I mean I'm just too too sensible like yeah exactly it's it's the um what is that word like our fatal flaws like too practical too practical Mm -hmm. um what is either your dream travel locale or your favorite place you've ever been so I never go on holiday I haven't like um I'm well traveled isn't it it, in that like I have been to places when I was younger. Um, okay. So my favorite place I've been, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably say, just because it was for me, and um, it was like something I did on my own, was Indonesia. And that just, I went there for volunteering. Um, um, I was there for like three months. Um, so I don't know. Wow. That's sort of got a special place in my heart because um, yeah. this was like uh, nearly 10 years ago. Okay. Um, 
but uh yeah that, and that was something that you know I applied for by myself and like I got through the assessment by myself you know and yeah and I ended up getting there and it was just it was kind of like one of those if I can do that I could do anything type things and yeah you know it was it was a um yeah it was like really um beautiful part of the world and met some good people and um yeah what's your favorite vacation destination me yeah um it's like very cliche but I always tell people if you have the opportunity to go to Paris and this is pre-Emily in Paris all this stuff like Mm. it's just like and I think you would relate like we're both like very like romanticizing people I just feel like when you're there I tell people all the time it's literally the sensation of feeling like you're in love or what I would think that would feel like Um, in terms of like just the architecture the way people are dressed the sense of like all the food and stuff like it's just it had like I hate the word energy in terms of like how many people say that uselessly. I use it about fifty times but... a day. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> like when Whitney in that episode at Maryland was like the vi- I'm a vibes girl. It's like shut the fuck up. You're someone's mom. Yeah. Um, but like I-, I just feel like it's a really creative. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I, I've had it. I love her, but some days I've had enough of her. Um, I, I, I just I could not follow. I, I I feel like I get what she's trying to do and it's just not going to translate on a TV show I feel like maybe 10 years from now people will see it and like be like oh shit and oh, she's ahead of her time before her time yeah she's just an um, articulate but, believe... but right. Paris, if you have the chance and then obviously my mom's from Puerto Rico Puerto Rico is very special to me like emotionally everything I hmm. couldn't imagine being from anywhere else and I like hmm. recommend to everyone to go um because I I don't know what the outside perception of what it's like is, but it is not a dangerous place. I'm like, people only murder people who they have like personal beef with. So like a tourist is not it. <laughs> and also like, it's not like a pickpockety city or anything like, you know, San Juan's not like a pickpockety series. I think that people react if like tourists are rude and like met, like are insulting to people, then they mm. might feel some type of way. But like, in general, it's super hospitable. Everybody speaks English. Um, just like, and then it has like the European sense, but it also has like a lot of indigenous culture, a lot of African influences. So it just has such a mix of so much and like such Love a tough place. And also the Caribbean. Like I didn't know that there was water that wasn't warm till I was like 10 years old. So yes, obviously biased. And then obviously Paris is a little bit closer. So if you have- Can you believe I've never been? I've never been to Paris. Well, sometimes there's places you're near that you'll never- yeah I think it's one of those you know yeah. mm-hmm. um but I really recommend it like the, my favorite museums like Musée d'Orsay it's um a converted train station and I think oh. and it has a lot of Ooh, I hope I don't get the wrong person but I want to say Monet's but I also watch a lot of Clueless um but it has like a famous person was it Dali did you watch Girlfriends in Paris no I heard oh my god Ruby but... so good I cannot promote this show enough <laughs> RGIP stan I am all in <laughs> um okay <laughs> who mm-hmm. is like one of your hallmark it doesn't have to be your first celebrity crush or current but like one of your most memorable celebrity crushes that you were like I had it bad oh like from back in the day sure um, at any point in your life back in the day was Colton Haynes so this was formative years from yeah. Teen Wolf right mm-hmm. um and I'd say these days is Adam Rapon oh yeah. you say his name I think Adam so. Rapone. Adam Rapon, yeah. I think no matter where we're from, we don't know for sure. How to <laughs> okay, right. like only he knows how to say his name. Maybe. <laughs> um, but they, those those are a couple that come to mind. 
I missed out on Teen Wolf, I think, because I was watching Vampire Diaries at the same time. Okay. So yeah, you either go down one route or the other. Yeah. Like, um... Yeah. And then finally, and again, you'll probably have plenty of recommendations. What is like your single piece of content that you always like recommend people binge or something that you maybe have binged recently that you've enjoyed? I kind of, all my questions are quite freewheeling. So whether it's something you've binged recently or something you mm-hmm. recommend to everybody. At the moment, I'm a traitor's head. Like I, I can't stop oh, thinking yeah. about it. Like this, the 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 chokehold this show What's has on me. What's the premise of that show? So, um, it's in a Scottish castle. Obviously, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> obviously, twenty two people, um, strangers. Um, it's a it's a, like a survivor. It's like a reality. It's a competition show, right? So, okay. um, and then, um, on the first day, um, three of them get they all get interviewed and three of them get selected to be traitors um and so then the rest of them are called the faithful and <laughs> every night a traitor can kill one of the faith like murder one of the faithfuls um but then also every every night at the round table the they could all choose someone who they think there is a traitor to banish them right and the premise okay. is that every night there's a round table and then this I mean this is the first series I've watched um the first UK series um and they just they're so bad they just keep banishing faithfuls and they're just so dumb and the traitors are just so good and there's this one queen this Welsh queen Amanda who is just incredible because no one suspects her of being a traitor and yeah obsessed are are the contestants all normies or are they celebrities um some of them are cusping like some of them like um their their big secret that they don't tell is that they're actors because then that would make them look okay. like traitors. Okay. Um, say someone's someone's been in EastEnders, someone's a comedian, um, someone's a magician, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, but and listen, I... they all signed up to be on a show, you know. So they're, yeah. they're the caliber of person. Um, well, of course, I mean George Clooney's not on the traitors, but like to oh, me, right. you know, Big Brother is more. Well, I guess there's Celebrity Big Brother and regular Big Brother, but like. I think the celebrity big brother or, you know, survivor is not known people, you know, um, but not the, known people, but the they still I've want to be traders is yeah. All the yeah. ads I've seen for the trader are Bravo people so far. And I'm sure probably other like NBC, you know, part of their brand. Yeah. That's what I've, I've heard. So yeah, I'm interested. It's interesting that they have gone straight in with a celebrity version, which is good, which is a good business because then it will get viewers um yeah they picked good people I think yeah too. no I'm really excited to see that I'm hoping the uh, one thing I can hope is that Brandy is a traitor because I'd love to just love to see they meet every night like in their hoods and she has to be. Yeah. like Brandy I, and Kate I, I've also come full circle on Brandy I used to loathe her her early days really? because obviously like I was so pro Kyle right and then, um and so I was just like this you know nuisance of a person and so careless and all this stuff um and then in the now in retrospect I'm like yes truth teller like do what you need to do like disrupt I do hope they bring her back because I just want her to like set everybody on fire please I, I just want to see her like piss off Erica oh be real sorry you want to oh I just love what I'm actually doing something on my be real <laughs> anyway <laughs> I, that's done I haven't given into it yet operative word yet but... I like the kind of you have to post something every day um and like it's there's a time where you have to post it and it's not like I don't know it's not like a story where you can choose what to post and you're like should I post this should I not whereas yeah. this is like you have to post and it, it calls you out right like if you don't 
Well, or you lose your opportunity if you don't do it. If you lose your opportunity, it says you posted the X minutes late. So, so many hours late. If your oh. face isn't in it, it will say, why isn't your face in it? You know, it's like proper, like, be real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's demanding yeah. that you be real. I love that. Anyway, I like, love that. I couldn't download that because it would literally be like either at my desk all the days or it would be at my, like, but that's what I find comforting. I've, yeah. I find comforting. Like, obviously, Instagram is very curated. It's holidays, yeah. vacation. Highlight um, reel. Yeah, highlight reel. Thank you. Um, but then this is like, yeah, no, some of us are literally at the same place every single day. Most of us <laughs> yeah. are. And that's really comforting. We're all in this hell together. And that's like, fair. yeah, sometimes I am doing a podcast. But then nine times out of ten, I will just, it will just be a picture of me watching whatever's on TV. And then my face, like, with all my neck rolls. Like. <laughs> And like just the Dorito dust. Like, there we go. Shameful. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, it's just one of them days. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I actually do like that concept too. I just feel like people are, I'm concerned that there will be people try to ruin it. You know, like I just see like young. Oh, it will get ruined eventually. Younger folks doing mm-hmm. what they think are cool things for their be real. <laughs> like they, like every day of their life, they're like, I got to be ready for that moment. <laughs> Oh my God. Get but maybe it'll help people like make an effort in their lives too. Like dress up for no reason. I agree. I've almost been like, oh, Bill be- be- has me on yet. Like, let me see my hair is in place. Do you know what I mean? Like, but, yeah. Yeah, but then that's not real anyway. Well, that's my show. Um, Tell people where they can follow you. That was your show. And it, I love what a great show to be on. Thank you so much for inviting oh. me. Um, I am Joe Gun everywhere. Apart from Instagram, it's Joe Gun 90 yeah, I, uh, I'm pretty abrupt when these end. I'm like, well, toodles. Great. Like, Bye. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm again, Libras, we don't really do emotional processing well. So we're just I'm learning like, so much this, this year in particular about astrology. I'm learning so much. Oh, if you want, you want Rex, let me know. I have, I'm the original astro ho. It's like a big thing in Latinx yes. culture since always. So do you listen to space trash? Podcast, I listened to, to the one you podcast. posted about White Lotus. Okay. And yeah. it was so on point. I agreed with literally yeah. nearly every single one that they said. Good. Yeah, that was good. a good one. I love Molly. Yeah, she's, yeah, so many good takes. Anyway, thank you so much, Ruby. This has been so much fun. Yeah, thanks for being here.